You're going to see the interview everyone is going to be talking about. Wagon wheel Watusi. What do I think of her? Yes. I don't think of her. Then we become divas as opposed to just strong women. Oh, coughing during my interview, really? It feels uh, reductive. Hello and welcome to Little Diva Energy, your fortnightly slice of something extra between our main apps. Uh, I'm Holly Morgan, I'm obsessed with divas and my husband Tom is also here. Happy New Year! Happy New Year, divas! So I don't know who we think we are, Megan Mullally and Nick Offerman apparently, but we're recording this from our bed. I think it's because we're a bit frightened of what 2021 might hold. So we're just hunkering down. Yeah, I mean, the problem is, like, when you hear a lot of people talking about, or certainly on New Year's Eve, and you heard a lot of people talking about, you know, here's to 2021, can't be any worse than the last one. Yeah. I'm like, ah, you're inviting danger there. You are. I mean, also, spoiler alert, it's not going to start until at least April, guys. (laughs) Yeah, that's true. Yeah, uh, yeah. But, you know, optimism. But, yeah. No, I am optimistic, but I'm also, like, just wary of the fact that everyone seems to be inviting the wrath of karma yeah. upon them by going well it can't be any worse than last year can it can't get any worse can't get any worse can it can't possibly be any worse so i'm hiding in bed mad max is set in 2021 is it fuck happy new year everybody <laughs> uh so i hope you all had a lovely time uh doing whatever you were doing presumably in your house because no one who listens to this is a moron uh or you know maybe outside but not near other people uh we were inside we had a beef wellington and it was fucking great yeah we watched one harry met sally bobbed into the hoot nanny <sighs> no tino show but that show's rubbish isn't it i wasn't keen I'm really pleased though that we didn't go oh my god what have we, we haven't watched this for 15 years I've missed out on all this quality content yeah it was good not to not to realise what a massive mistake you'd made yeah uh, it, was, bel- it was quite good to be just just reaffirmed in your- yeah a belated very happy birthday to Chris what a coincidence his birthday is New Year's Eve what a coincidence what a coincidence that is a coincidence that is a coincidence to be fair why are you putting the emphasis on his no, I, sorry, it's just a slip of the tongue. That is a coincidence. Well, you made it sound like these coincidences aren't usually a coincidence. I'm still drunk. <laughs> you uh, and me both, sister. Yeah, because we did our traditional New Year's Day, which is to watch uh, nothing but Will and Grace from sun up to sundown and drink martinis. And have sausage and egg McMuffins. And sausage and egg McMuffins. Not from McDo's. No, but they are from a... Deep, deep friend of the pod, divas of all time. Yeah, divas so, in themselves. Sophie Missing and Carolyn Craig. It's from The Little Book of Brunch, which is readily available in many independent bookstores, which you should, maybe you should go to Store 104 in Rochester and purchase a copy of The Little Book of Brunch. That would be a great idea. And you can do that on their internet site as well, which will be in the show notes. They are delightful divas. Internet site. <laughs> internet site. <laughs> A site on the World Wide Web. Yep. W. Cities. Double W. JavaNet. <laughs> Ask Jeeves about the Little Book of Brunch. <laughs> yeah. We watched 12 hours of Will and Grace. <laughs> 
12 hours back to back didn't press stop once our Nap television tried time. three times to oh, get us to turn it off I, that is so shady Netflix does that as well so are you still watching yes I'm still watching yes the television's been on for 12 hours yes no I haven't pushed any buttons because it's perfect yeah. why would I be pushing anything no we watched 12 hours of Will and Grace the I, revival as well yeah which is maligned because it's actually really good it's fantastic by the time you've got about six episodes in you don't miss it it's it's like it's like it's just a continuation it's like yeah. it's never there was never a break yeah absolutely uh you went out for one brief turn around the block because you were yes. slightly too drunk and you wanted to keep drinking <laughs> yeah i got some fresh air yeah i had to clear my head and i got some sweet bridgerton while you were out of the room <laughs> 10 minutes of it it's like crack to me yeah I'm going to have to go in on it. Is it there any divas in it? Oh, it's littered with divas. <laughs> Absolutely wall-to-wall divas. Uh, the actress playing the Queen is everything to me. The Queen? Yeah. Victoria? No, no, it's, it's before that. It's King oh, it's George. George. It's George's uh, Queen, Charlotte. Charlotte? I think she's As Charlotte. in the real one? Yeah. They've not just made up one? No. And mm. Nicola Cochran from Derry Girls? Yeah, she's a dave. She is a dave. Um, yeah, and some. I'm the. I tell you what, though, the three male Bridgertons have the. I mean, I'm only on episode five, so maybe something's going to change. But the biggest, like, where's this guy? <laughs> they're so gorgeous. One of them is Jonathan Bailey, who who is uh, in company. He sang "Not Getting Married Today." Ah. Um, who's very good in this as well. But like the middle one, they keep hinting at something like like some lovely, lovely a gay a lovely gay relationship that with him and uh, Julian Ovenden, and then it just doesn't seem he seems to just keep bonking women. I'm like, what is going on? Why are you taunting me like this? Mm. So I don't know. If, I mean, I hope things are about to change because there's some lovely twink energy which is just being wasted, blasted into space. <laughs> yeah. excellent hair as well. Anyway, so what we're we doing? <laughs> we here we are, like John and Yoko of uh, of Tottenham, lying. <laughs> Imagine. <laughs> Imagine inviting people in for our bedding. <laughs> oh, it'd be so smelly. Oh God. Ugh. We'd be so unsafe. We'd be murdered in our beds. Yeah. Um, Is that what they did? Just left the door open. Yeah. That's not even what got him shot. No. Amazing that New York. Simpler time. Um, <laughs> I assume they just left the the, the door open. I they, think the journalists were invited. I don't think it was just like an open house. <laughs> Can you imagine? I hope they provided snacks. Maybe. They would have had like an agent when they were a manager or someone on the door. Yeah. I think... I will sell this house today. <laughs> I think the bedding is one of those things that got really out of control. It seemed like a really good idea when they, wow. were, when they were just vibing about it. <laughs> Brian Wilson took it to a, a really weird place. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, if you don't know what we're talking about, then just turn this off, I reckon. Um, so, what, we, what we're going to do is we're going to talk to you about... 2020. 2020. 20, put your 2020 goggles on because it's 2020 vision. Broadly concentrating on the positive. Broadly. Hindsight is 2020. Let's look at all the diva moments of the last year. Well, what we've also obviously failed to acknowledge is we have come to the end of our first year. Ooh. 
So Big Diva Energy is officially one year old. One year old. One year old. So in the spirit of one of those sort of New Year's, uh, what do you call them when you look back on things? Retrospectives. In the spirit of one of those New Year retrospectives that people do on podcasts and in magazines, we thought we'd look back on both 2020 and our first year as a podcast. So what we've done is we've invited uh, lots of our previous contributors, uh, our previous guests on episodes throughout the year, to uh, just give us either some wishes, some uh, hellos, or some of their nominations for Diva Moment of the Year. Um, Not everyone got the brief. No. (laughs) You'll notice, well, we'll leave you to figure it out. We'll leave you to figure it out. it's I, I will, just say some people don't read the instructions on, on on the manual. Yeah, next year hopefully they will be here with us in the bedden. Hopefully they'll all be here clustered under the duvet, like little. Who gets into bed with people? Sweet. Sex people. <laughs> Sex people, Lynn, or like yes, the grandparents in Charlie and Chocolate Factory. Yes, but famously we won't do this because this is. The format of Megan Mullally and Nick Offerman's podcast. Yes, it as is. As you've already mentioned. And there's a pandemic on. Just a don't... married couple in a bed. Look, whatever you want to get up to to, to in, in the privacy of your own bed is, is your own kingdom. But just be don't 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 spread this deadly disease. That's my PSA. <laughs> you like to make them, don't you? It's like... I do. <laughs> I'm addressing the nation. There's definitely a part of you, I think, that feels like if you didn't say it on this podcast, then no one would. <laughs> Right, so All right. Let, let's kick this off. Well, without further ado, let's open with Rich's Bitch. Lovely. With a new year, with a, a little year, bitch. retrospectivo. Superb. It's not an easy brief to look back at the year and think about your highlight when the year in question is 2020. But you know what? We move, we ride. I'm going to make it work. I'm not going to think about all the things COVID's taken from us. I'm just going to think about all the great moments that 2020 has given us. And by all the moments, I mean all the ones I can remember on the spot because I'm making it up. Um, Shit's Creek swept the Emmys, made gay history. Gaga took us to Chromatica, her best album in years, the best album of the year. Misha B finally got her redemption storyline. Sophie Ellis Baxter dancing in her kitchen. Some excellent Madonna Instagram content. I mean, also some bad Madonna Instagram content, but like you've got to take the rough with this move when you're a Madonna fan. Um, Jessie Ware went disco. Kylie went disco. Both excellent albums. Also, Taylor Swift dropped two excellent albums. We had Christmas on the Square. Sarah Paulson ate a peach um the phrase wet ass pussy became gay canon shea coulee finally won drag race mariah dropped a book elton dropped a book he may have dropped a book last year i lose count it's all a bit fuzzy this year isn't it uh hello j-lo and shakira at the halftime show that was everything remember love is blind they found actual love on a reality show Tiger King served us some absolute looks. Like my personal diva highlight of the year is when Nikki finally got her Billboard Hot 100 number one. Actually, she got two of them in the end. So Mariah can finally sit down with that shade. Nikki also got her baby, which as discussed on the episode I appeared on, that's the thing she's always wanted. And at the end of the year, Dolly cured COVID. So I think in spite of it all, once again, the divas rise up and save us. Excellent. What a great, what a great round. I can't believe she was just coming up with that off the spot. That was amazing. She knows what she's doing. She knows her divas. She's literally at the forefront of journalism, so not Mm -hmm. surprised. 
Um, and a big thank you as well to Rich for all oh, of his bitches. Oh, and what wonderful bitches we've had. Just glorious. Superb. Um, yeah, something to pick up on there. I want an honourable mention really for the mask singer in general. And spoiler alert, if you've not seen series two, episode one, I'm just about to reveal who one of them was. Rich mentioned Sophie Ellis Baxter being thought that might have uh, <laughs> crossed your attention. I I just think it was a real it was just one last jab from twenty twenty that the fact that Sophie Ellis Baxter has been widely celebrated and heralded for providing lockdown entertainment and then she was booted off fucking first on the mass singer it's just such so, an injustice so degrading it's so it's such a shame and yet home secretary alan johnson former home secretary alan johnston <laughs> the weirdest show on television if you're not watching the mass singer i i, I don't I'm, know what you're doing i've got life. nothing else i've got nothing to say to you it is absolutely batshit uh <laughs> James Rowland of this parish has watched the entire first series in a day yesterday, so... <laughs> Spending his New Year wisely. Yeah, he's going to be insane. Lovely. Right, who's up next, my darling? Up next, we've got a little message for, uh, to kick us off with our 20 biggest diva moments of the year, which you probably should have mentioned earlier. Oh, yeah, that's what doing. we're doing. <laughs> the 20 diva moments of 2020. 20 divs, 20 moments, 2020. 20 D. So yeah, let's. We've got a little message from Bex to kick us off with our list of. Obviously, we had a little roundup from Rich, uh, but Bex is going to kick us off with her nomination. The glorious for, Rebecca Humphreys. As of our episodes on Angela, Angela Lansbury. Thanks so much to Bex, but here she is Adore. to give you all a little greeting. Hello, Holly and Tom, and everyone who listens to Big Diva Energy. I'm Rebecca Humphreys and I just wanted to wish you all a very, very happy and very hopeful 2021. Let's hope it doesn't suck nearly as much as this one has. One of my highlights, however, during lockdown was spending three hours-ish funneling rosé into my gob and talking about Angela Lansbury with a pair of you. It was a real pleasure, a total delight. And also listening to the rest of the podcast, which I just think is so empowering and fierce and fun so thank you very very much for those and for everyone else who's been a part of it my diva moment of 2020 has to do with two people one of whom is well I mean the absolute unmitigated dreamboat that is Harry Styles who was the first bloke to appear on the cover of American Vogue ever I mean I think we can all just agree that Harry Styles is is you know, something of a of a, a diva. However, my behind-the-scenes diva for that is one of my childhood friends called Harry Lambert, who is Harry Styles's stylist. And so much of the the Styles's look and persona and public image has to do with my dearest Harry Lambert. And he is just an amazing craftsman and spent countless hours as a child with me watching Disney films and talking about Disney princes, which is exactly how he styled Harry and what his inspiration was in the beginning with all of those big purple suits with the big, big collars. It's all Disney. So my, yeah, my big diva moment has to do with Harry Styles on the cover of Vogue uh, and Harry Lambert as his stylist. Lots of love, everyone. 
Let's all get out of here soon. Mwah. Lovely oh, stuff. She's such a babe. Such a dream. Oh, she's everything. Big shout out to Harry Lambert. Big shout out to Harry Lambert. Um, amazing. I mean, as this is again fresh off the off the the press diva news. Uh, Harry Styles dropped a video yesterday featuring him and Phoebe Waller Bridge, which obviously um, Harry would have styled. So incredible. Uh, also, big diva shout out to Rebecca's performance in The Crown. The Crown. In the actual Crown, giving her Carol Thatcher mm-hmm. in Crayable. The kitchen scene. Ugh, adore. She's such a babe. So great. She's so fantastic. And a great uh, yes. nom for the 2020 Diva moments, but uh, didn't quite make it into our list. No. Given that we've gone through essentially um, just the things that we've covered. Which we, we spoke about Harry Styles, haven't we? We did. Yeah. Um, but just just got pipped to the post in number 20 by Leia Michelle. Oh, God, do you remember this? Number 20, Leia Michelle's reveal as the Wicked Witch of Network Television. I'm going to shit in your wig. <laughs> Leia Michelle! <laughs> Leia Michelle. Oh, I mean, after seeing the... After seeing the Glee, let's have a Kiki, whatever it's sausage time, or whatever it's called, <laughs> mashup. I think we all knew that something was up. Yeah. I didn't know it was going to be that bad. Yeah. Awful. Yeah. Big, big. 20, Horribly tw- toxic. 2020 kicked itself off in style by yeah. revealing that Leia Michelle was a genuine monster. A monster! So funny. So camp. Um, yeah. And, and absolute, you know, Real Rebecca Vardy account style energy to the reveal of it as oh, well. Oh yeah, massive with the former cast members. Just <laughs> former cast member pile on. Oh, so beautiful. Oh yeah, we're talking about this, are we? Great. <clears throat> yeah, I'm good because I have some things to say. You know, it's it's like that kind of tacit underground sense that you get when certain uh, BBC legends who we will not say the name of because we don't get sued uh start trending and everyone's going oh no oh phew god i thought so and so had died and there's a couple of people going like uh-huh that's not why i thought they were trending i imagine that the cast of glee were a bit like finally yep. <laughs> this is my moment incredible scenes and our second diva <laughs> moment of the year 19 19 <laughs> this is good. what are you not getting about this counting <laughs> Jess Glynn and the incident at Sexy Fish. In at number 19. <laughs> the don't you know who I am moment for Jess Glynn, <laughs> which but, was always coming. But it was so, it, was, it, it wasn't quite that either. It was, they won't let me in because I'm dressed in a tracksuit. So it wasn't even like a don't you know who I am. It was like, I can't believe they weren't there. They're being classist by not letting me in. I can't believe that they're actually enforcing their dress code. That is clearly available on their website. I can't believe that this... She turned up looking like Bieber got dragged through a bin. Yeah. At this like hundred pounder dish restaurant won't let me come in in my trackies. I mean, I would say if I was going out for a dinner that cost 105 pounds for a steak... I would probably not be wearing a trainers and a hoodie. <laughs> Exceptional. Uh, you, you, you really, really can't get on board with her voice, can you? No, can't bear her. I, th- I don't mind it. 
controversially. No, she'd be so recognisable. No, hold my hand. I can't do it. <laughs> just swinging a miss at that one. So I'm going to do it for the first time. We're going to just have a go at doing the Just have a crack. And what I came up with was, I'm going to my hand. You sort of like sub Kermit. <laughs> can't all be winners. Right. Speaking of winners, though, one of our big winners of 2020. Here she is. Not only uh, infamous for her coincidences across the year. Yeah. For which we say a big, big thank you. A huge thank you. Um, to the, all those incredible coincidences that have kept us puzzled at how the universe can be so, so much like a, well, so designed, preordained. Absolutely. He's um, the, the Nostradamus or the Mayan. Podcasts. Podcast king. Yep. He's the Mayan podcast <laughs> king. Uh, but also the, um, the auteur. Yes. Behind the upcoming carry the musical podcast out for blood please subscribe now yes uh, dropping this month chris has facilitated us having zooms with the great and the good of broadway and that is diva diva here she is oh hi there merry christmas uh, it's chris here from chris's coincidence um i'm here with my diva moment of the year in fact i've had a real struggle choosing one i think the pandemic has probably brought out the diva in all of us uh, from the moment Cher sang to that elephant to the general renaissance of steps it's been a true year of of divaness but um i think my runner-up would have to be the nolans go cruising the um hit tv show on uk tv pick or whatever it was uh, in which the nolans had the sheer audacity to go on a cruise in the middle of the pandemic and take 10 weeks to learn a short dance routine that they've been doing for the last 40 years i think that's probably up there but i think we all have to agree that the ultimate diva moment of the year has to be so that's his runner up and we will reveal later oh. in the podcast who chris's number one diva moment of 2020 was. Giving us a juicy dangler. Juicy dangler. Love that. Um, a dangleberry. Has anyone else watched that programme? Just Chris, I think. Did it go out on anyone else's TV? <laughs> Did they go beaming it straight into his <laughs> skybox? He's like, he's receiving messages directly from the Nolans. <laughs> like, if anyone was going to be like Mystic Meg for yeah. <laughs> or <a> really, Z-list <laughs> pop stars. A really niche, really, really camp episode of The X-Files where the Nolans are sending messages to Chris <laughs> Adams. <laughs> Excellent. Yeah, sharing the elephant as well, I'll never forget. Saving that elephant. Saving that elephant. Oh, I love her so much. Got her in the news again, didn't it? Not that she needs it. Fantastic. Uh, yeah, lovely. them Nolans, that was a big moment. Big moment of 2020, <laughs> despite not watching it. But to be honest, the amount that Chris talked about it in on the podcast and in his personal life um, was, uh, I feel like I did. The brass bollocks of claiming not to know the dance for, I'm in, I'm in the mood move for dancing, dancing, is... Your only hit. That is pure diva energy. Really, really Bottle it, is. sell it, print it. That's diva energy. And if you're interested... <laughs> Uh, please do zoom back to our episode of Little Deer Energy, Wet Ass Nolans. Yeah, because they're on a cruise, isn't it? And it's also the week that WAP got released. Topical and... And it was also funny. the week that I was away because... You had, had you'd to, left some equipment. Had to go get some cables. Yeah. And uh, dearest friends and uh, long-time collaborators... Chris and Rich. Chris and Rich co-hosted with you. Absolutely. So please do have a zoom back and listen to that one, Wet Ass Nolans. Love that app. 
All right, then. Up next, we have a, another previous contributor to the podcast, a certain very special diva himself who uh, has a particular interest in a certain OBE. An ob. Or owner. An ob. An ob. The mighty, the wondrous Joanna Lumley. But we're not going to hear from her. We're going to hear from the incredible Joseph Cullen. Happy New Year, Big Diva Energy and Holly and Tom. It's friend of the pod, Joe Cullen here. Uh, just wanted to wish you all the love for your first anniversary slash New Year slash it not being 2020 slash anything else you're celebrating. Big news, my end. Moved to Somerset. You never guess who was round the corner the other day. Joanna Lumley. She went to the place I get cider from, filming some documentary about hidden gems. Look out for that on the TV. Um, the biggest diva thing I think I did in 2020 was specifically waiting until seven or eight minutes past midnight 2021 to send you this message because you asked for it before the end of the year. Love you both. Bye. Great stuff. Lovely. Justin under the wire. Joe there. And also our first contributor, who you may have spotted, entirely missed the brief. Oh, lovely. Yeah. <laughs> How specific were you with the... I think you should publish... The, for reasons of transparency, you should publish the message I'll that you sent. publish on the Twitter account and you can give us feedback. Please do give us feedback. Write to us at bigdivaenergypod at gmail.com. Tweet us at... Diva Energy. Instagram us at... Big Diva Energy. Facebook us at... Big Diva Energy Pod. And we have a Patreon. Yes, we do. More about that later. Yeah. Please excellent. do sign up to our Patreon. Thank you very much. Um, and you can re- achieve... High-level status as a diva yourself, yep. and also obtain bonus content. Rece- receive stuff for money. Uh, but yeah, Joe there going with his diva moment. I see where the confusion is now. Yeah. Yeah. That's a wording thing, that, isn't it? That's a that's a wording thing. That's uh, phrasing. It's also diva energy to, to talk, to present your yourself. When someone asks you for your diva moment of the year, to assume they mean you. Yeah. That's diva energy. Big diva energy. Well done, Joe. Wonderful. In fact, you've got the brief spot on, it turns out. Wonderful. Lovely stuff. Okay, in at number... 18. 17. 17. 16. Wait. 20, (laughs) 19, 18, 17. In at number 17. What have we got, Holly? Stephen Sondheim's 90th birthday concert. 90th birthday. Nine Steve? in a row. Oh, Steve. He's facilitated so much diva energy. He has presented us, well, not presented us, but he has facilitated the uh, the careers of Elaine Stritch, Bernadette Peters, Patty Lapone, uh, you know, n- numerous others. What's uh, Rosalie Craig got, you know, the latest to achieve to achieve Sondheim facilitated diva status. Absolutely, arguably Mandy Patinkin. Um, does he have big diva energy? Uh, there was big diva energy in that video that went viral that he did for Joe Biden. Yeah, yeah, that there was you go. Insane. Um, and yeah, you remember that they they all it, it was one of the early Zoom concerts, and they had a big technical fault at the beginning, and it didn't go up. It went up like really late, and so you know. Whatever we were all getting, it was in the early days. Um, 
some it's had the Audra McDonald and <laughs> Meryl Streep and riddled with divas, I would say. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. The viral load of divas was off the chain. Super spreader is what yeah. he is. He is a diva energy super spreader. <laughs> Fantastic. So happy birthday for this year, Steve. Let's hope we see you at another one. Uh, don't think they'll do a concert for his 91st. What I, I you know what? When you're over 90, I think you should get a concert every year. I was going to say I'll hold you to that. But <laughs> Yeah, I think you should demand that. I think you should say, if you make it to 90, yeah, that's a big if as well, the way that you live. <laughs> um, I will have a concert every year. You have a concert every year in honour of you. Number 16. Number 16. What have we got, Holly? We've got Socialist Britney. Socialist Britney! Britney Spears sending us socialist messages via imagery in her... Help me, help me, please help me, Instagrams. Yes. Free, free Britney. First of all. First of all. And celebrate her as the socialist icon she is. Yep. If you think she was to rewrite the lyrics to Give Me More Now with a socialist agenda. Give me equal. Give me equal, give me less, give them some more. Very good. Probably, yeah. So what have we got at number 15? Number 15 was a lot of people's favourite diva moment from 2020 um a program that i would say changed my life mm-hmm. it certainly changed the way i look at television it, yeah physically and uh literally and figuratively i mean we've all watched a lot more telly this year <laughs> than than we did other years but i think this is this will never be even in even in a world in which the the masked singer exists yeah Love is Blind was more mad. Yeah. Love is Blind was the craziest thing I've ever seen with my eyes. <laughs> and a lot of people would say, what's Tiger King not doing in your top 20? And I'd say, Love is Blind is in at number 15. Yeah. And that is all you need to know. Yeah. Because if, if Tiger King was your biggest diva moment, you're getting it wrong. Getting Stop it wrong. getting Bond wrong. <laughs> Love is Blind. For those of you who have not watched it... <laughs> <laughs> go back and have a look at love is blind go back through our old episodes if you go through our little divas from 2020 uh you will find uh several of them dedicated to love is blind yeah. we were clearly watching it <laughs> for quite an extended period of time eking it out to, in order to squeeze every drop of it jessica from love is blind some of the most chaotic energy <laughs> i have ever experienced the scene in which they get <laughs> drunk before the weddings. Oh my God. I have never seen anyone so visibly drunk. So it was, brilliant. She was... It's, uh, there, there are no words to describe it. Imagine you you turn up at, at the Hindu, which is also your Hindu. You are at your joint Hindu of a woman who is marrying the man you are morbidly and eerily obsessed with. You end up somehow in that evening Frenching her. And and you are known throughout the world as a woman who feeds wine to her dog <laughs> and gaslit a very amiable man into having a date with you behind an artificial wall. I just... Do you remember when she made... When, yep. Awful. Go back when and... When she made him... He presented her with a picnic that he'd made and then they sat either side of a wall to try and capture recapture the magic of the pods... 
because she was so clearly visibly repulsed by it. Do you we watched the first like three or four episodes of the program and were like, this is about people meeting in pods and talking in pods. And then they just left the pods. And there was just <laughs> so much more to happen afterwards. That was not, it was, that was not the set, that was the setup. That was act one of Love is Blind was the pods. Much like this episode, I think they were freewheeling, weren't they? They were. They didn't have a plan. Right. Now we've got an excellent guest to hear from. Now, I really enjoyed these episodes and we met the wonderful Paul Joseph. And uh, and then we had a wonderful coincidence when we saw him in IRL. We both went, to, we all went to see Suze um, Kempner. Yeah. And then, and then we met him in, in real life and then we went to his event and now we love each other and it's so lovely. He's the best. And uh, Paul Joseph here is going to give you his diva moments of the year. Hello, big diva energy. It's Paul Joseph here. I was so excited to be uh, part of your show this year. Uh, well done for all the great content. Um, keeping us through this, uh, what do they keep saying, this unprecedented year, unprecedented times. Um, hope you're well. Uh, and yeah, d- thinking about my diva moment of the year, as you know, my my episode was about Shirley Bassey, and I think she provided an iconic diva moment of the year when that photo was released of her um, uh, wearing a a, a, a gold sequined gown with a gold sequined face mask standing proud as if to say, okay, I am a glamorous diva and yes, coronavirus, I do have to wear a face mask, so I will. But it's going to be the campest, glitziest face mask you're ever going to see. I'm from Splot. Don't mess with me. Um, and I think also, you know, on a serious note, actually, you know, we know that um, older people are very affected by the virus. And actually to see um, a celebrated older person standing so proudly and be like, no, I'm going to wear a mask because I have to do it. Um, that was great. And I think, you know, she's just the gift that keeps on giving. <laughs> um, anyway, here's hoping that... Uh, um, that Holly and Tom, you have a fantastic 2021 and to all the listeners too. And hopefully it's a lot more fun than this year has been. Bye-bye. Lovely. Oh, dreamboat. I love what him. absolute dream. Such a pleasure to talk to. So, what a lovely voice he's got as well. Oh, it's yeah. to hear his voice again. And go and check out the Athena radio station. Yes. Oh, my God. So good. fantastic 80s um, radio show. Oh, it's so good. It's so brilliant. And actually, that's a really good point about the poignancy of that image of Mm. Shirley Bassey as well. Not just fabulous, but... uh, Safe. (laughs) Safe and defiant and poised and, ugh, adore her. Also, that voice does not quit. It does not. Because the new album, banging. Slaps. Um, For those of you who haven't, I'm just going to just quickly bob on and let you know some of the tracks you might expect from Shirley Bassey's new album. So you might enjoy uh, classics such as Who Wants to Live Forever, but sung by Shirley Bassey. I Made It Through the Rain. Always On My Mind. I Was Here. Bassey covering Beyonce. Wow. That's a B squared diva moment. B for B. D for diva. It's absolutely phenomenal as well. Wonderful. Thank you so much for that, my love. Yeah, so do go back and listen to Paul's episodes on Shirley Bassey because they are full of... Full of incredible insights and lovely chats. Yes, indeed. Speaking of incredible insights, though, 
Coming on in, so we've obviously got, uh, at number 14, we had Bassie's uh, gold face mask. And at number 13, we spoke about chaotic energy involved in Love is Blind. <laughs> but Dionne Warwick's Twitter game is, is chaos. It's so good. I love her so much. Questioning Chance the Rapper on his name and why, if he's such a good rapper, why does he need to have it in his name? It's a good question. It's a great question. Chase, we want your answer. Yeah. And it oh. will be Chase until I get a good answer. Until I get the appropriate response, it's just going to be Chase. <laughs> oh, she's so great. If you haven't looked at Dean Warwick on, on Twitter, it's the only reason to have the app, quite frankly. Yeah, it's the only reason you need for joining Twitter. Yeah, excellent. Now, who, who have we got next? And what number are we on? <laughs> I think we're on 12. I'm just going to double check that we said number 13. Storming into number 12. She's a lot of people's diva of the year. They didn't get any mentions from any of our previous guests, <laughs> but I know from I know from social media and from talking to people that that, that she is definitely a lot of people. She's certainly her own diva of the year. Yeah, the self-professed diva of diva, lockdown. Diva of lockdown. Diva. What was the other program that she did? Oh, I don't know. Something else that would have diva, diva in a cupboard in or something. Diva in a cupboard. <laughs> diva in a shed. Diva on the pavement. It's Gemma Collins. Gemma Collins. Gemma motherfucking Collins. Two metres, babe. Two metres. Two metres. I'm claustrophobic, Darren. I'm claustrophobic, Darren. Oh, Gemma Collins. A one-woman content generator. Yes. Like nothing you've ever seen. Gemma Content should be her name. If we could find an alternative sustainable power source, which is content, Gemma Collins could save the world. Yeah. Like a wind farm of diva energy. And that's the kind of grandiose claim you can expect associated with a woman who has demanded no BE. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we we had so much to select from in terms of like her positioning uh, and what she's contributed to Diva Energy this year. But it's just the whole thing. Just she Gemma just Collins. comes just Gemma Collins as a concept. The con- is the concept <laughs> of Gemma Collins is our number twelve Diva moment of twenty twenty. And if you haven't watched Diva in lockdown. Do yourself a favour and play the fun improv game where you, um, based on the theme tune, it's the GC, where the singer lists um, attributes of, of Gemma as an, for instance, we'll, we'll play a clip now. Now, if you get, um, if you, you know, to while away there's lockdown hours, Tom and I came up with our own versions. Things like, he is good at sports. Think about some less celebrated qualities that you might might want to pop in there. Like, um, she is punctual. <laughs> it's the GC. She's got lots of scat badges. <laughs> It's the juicy <laughs> ones for not tying. <laughs> She's a proficient swimmer. <laughs> Very good in maths. <laughs> um, have have fun with that. That's our gift to you. I need a wee. Okay. I'm going to leave the bed for a wee. I've had me wee, everybody lovely break for a wee that's lovely uh you've had a lovely wee i've had a lovely wee you know what rhymes with wee three three 
You know what we did three parts <laughs> of? Yes, I do. Shaky Jakey. Oh, Miss Jackson, if you're nasty. This was an abs- one of my highlights of the year, to be honest. Will and I had, had become sort of been chatting on Twitter and never met. And uh, we we decided with that, you know, we'd love him to come on and, and do Jake Shears. And we had this glorious, glorious time. It was so fizzy and excited. And we didn't record it. <laughs> we had to do it again. And then we... <laughs> that and man then had... somehow we made the decision to pretend we had. <laughs> oh, Miss Jackson, if you're nasty. I, what an amazing, wonderful person. And we had so much fun. And again, do you know what? On a, I, I'm, not, I'm not even had a drink now and I'm going to be sincere and emotional. Oh. We are meeting so many lovely people through this podcast. Yeah. We're really, really lucky. And uh, Will, thank you so much. We love you. Thank you, darling. And here she is talking about her Divas of the Year. Merry Christmas, sluts. It's Will Jackson here. Uh, Merry Christmas to everyone listening and everyone at Big Diva Energy Towers. I would have to say my biggest Diva Energy moment this year would probably have been... This month, actually, I was approaching quite a big writing deadline. um, And in order to get it postponed, I developed a new mutant strain of the coronavirus, uh, which resulted in quite a significant national lockdown. But um, my project's been extended. So, you know, this bitch gets results. Um, Hang on in there, everyone. Lots of love. Keep smiling. Your disco needs you. And then... (laughs) And then in the grand, in the grand old tradition of big diva energy, Will then provided us with a follow-up to that message. Okay, so I've since listened to your most recent episode, and I've now realised what you were asking for was my favourite big diva moments of the year, not just my accomplishments, which, weird ask, but okay. Um, I've come up with three, um... Three free nominees for Best Diva Moment or Person of the Year. Number one, Stacey Abrams did an amazing job in the 2020 election and just general getting people in, getting involved in democracy in Georgia this year. She's pretty fab. Um, number two, uh, Lady Gaga, Ariana Grande, Rain On Me, Need I Say More. Finally, a bit of a controversial one, but I feel like it deserves a recognition. I am going to preface this with that I'm not the biggest Taylor Swifty fan, but the absolute flex of releasing two surprise albums in the space of about less than six months, which arguably half the tracks on both albums sound incredibly similar is a huge amount of confidence, (laughs) which most of us can only aspire to. This is not taking away from any of her achievements, but I think just the goal of this activity um, is worth mentioning. Haters, don't come after me. Some of the songs are good, but come on. There are a few skippers in there. (laughs) (laughs) See, now that is someone who went back 
checked the brief and amended her response. <laughs> I absolutely adore it. So funny. Uh, yeah, and I'm I'm of in complete agreement. Read that record. Yeah, couple of skippers. Couple of skippers. But some also really good stuff. And yeah, the yeah the absolute diva energy of dropping two albums in quick succession. Yeah. Um, with some of the great and good of like indie rock all over yeah. them as well, produced by Aaron Dessner of the National. Got your man Bonnie Iver in there, um, but also Lover, her previous album to these two lockdown yeah. ones, was released in August two thousand nineteen. Yeah. So in the space of less than a year and a half, mm-hmm. she's released three albums. She's as prolific as Prince. Yeah. I she's not as be good, but she's as prolific. When she inevitably ODs on painkillers, do you think she's gonna? We're gonna <laughs> unleash the uh, the Taylor Swift fault. <laughs> What'll be in that? Just some diss tracks about Katy Perry. <laughs> <laughs> no, that was dismissive. Look, she's an amazing songwriter, and and and, and she's she's um, also with her reviewing her stance on politics. I think probably done a lot of good. Yeah, I think she's done a huge amount of good, and she's obviously you know she's teaching the ch- she's I would say smuggling great music into the children's lives yeah um so it's sort of yeah i don't whilst you know i could i don't love everything that she does I'm not crazy about her voice to be honest no um but she's obviously got great taste and and uh, is obviously an extraordinary talent yeah um but yeah just sort of kind of uh proliferating great music Yep, absolutely. For that, she should be applauded. She should. And as Will said, the the bare the bare ass confidence <laughs> yeah. to to do what she did by yeah. releasing two lockdown and also a Disney documentary. Yeah. Also, yeah. Talking to bears, she saw the New Year dressed as one. Why not? Why not? No. Why not? It wasn't even just like a a sort of slightly Smithy's bear onesie. No, it was like it was a, a full, fully realized, fully realized midsummer. I think it was the bear from that used to be in the Globe. <laughs> the one we met under. We did meet under that bear. We have a picture of it. Serendipity. Yeah, from about five years before we actually, actually met, met proper. There you go. Bit of personal history there. Yeah, sliding it in. Welcome to our bed. Right, who's next? Next up. Uh, so obviously, uh, yeah, sorry, we should have said um, number 11 is Taylor's double album released. Mm-hmm. Number 10. This year, we specifically addressed the concern that this might turn into a RuPaul... Um, sorry, specifically RuPaul's... There's no, no chance of it becoming a RuPaul fan podcast, <laughs> but a um, a RuPaul's Drag Race fan podcast. Yes. Because uh, there's clearly not enough of them out there. Yeah. Uh, we had a brief uh, interlude where we would uh, harangue uh, Ruben K into yeah. coming and talking about Drag Race with us. Um, which we released as bonus episodes. So please do go back and check out our like three or four episodes that we did about uh, All Stars. Seventy two. One, <laughs> one of the All Stars. One of the All Stars that yeah. was released this year. Um, I think also like in terms of report, it's been a bit of a bumper year. Like we had the the one that ended in a lockdown. Yeah. Um, they had the we obviously had to pause UK uh, Drag Race two uh, in the middle of filming, and that in terms of the lockdown one, I think obviously we had the All Stars, slightly disappointing All Stars, and like. I think everyone just went. Oi, um, I think I'm. I think it might be good that we've got this whole pandemic thing because I think we might be RuPaul'd out. Yeah, we might have. You know, everyone started to get a little bit of snow blindness yeah. about drag queens, and we just all sort of went. Should we? Should we just use this opportunity to take a pause? Yeah, and just like, you know, just chill out a little bit on the drag race. Yeah. 
uh, and then we'll come back to it and we'll love it as much as we did back around series five or six uh, when we couldn't get enough of it. Yeah. Um, and just sort of saying, we have had enough of it a little bit for now. And Drag Race went, hold my drink. Here's three series at once. <laughs> Which we're just going to drop all at once in 2021. Welcome it. to 2021, the year of the Drag Race. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, fine. Whatever. However... <laughs> In at number 10, uh, one of the great things that did happen on television this year and one of the things that RuPaul's Drag Race did do absolutely spectacularly was Madonna the Rusical. Yeah, it, there were some real, real highlights in there. Just um, just pure, unadulterated joy. Yeah. Um, being produced by one of the producers that worked with Madonna on her earlier records. Yeah. Um, like, just all of the songs sounding so much like the songs that they were sort of parodying without ever quite being those songs. It was genius. It was absolutely genius. I mean, just to navigate that legal minefield from Madonna yes. was impressive. Uh, let alone the fact that some of the outfits were stunning. Jada. Oh. Jada and the Justify My Love look. Unbelievable. Oh Gigi, Gigi Good. Oi. Stunning. Just some stunning looks from the drag queens. Um, some incredible songs. The- Jan giving his uh, over singing to the point of yeah <laughs> Jan Jan treating this as a real Broadway come on Jan which let's face it Madonna never did no um, yeah it was just a, just a really a big romp it was a huge amount of fun um, I really enjoyed that that was one of my absolute highlights of, yeah. of the televisual calendar Fabulous. in 2020 yeah and just seeing Madonna getting celebrated yes which she deserves properly, yes. with no no fucking like I mean like it was obviously like lovingly mocking at points but like no, just like, no rinsing on Madonna. Like, yeah, just cut it out. Yeah. She's provided with some, as Rich pointed out at the beginning of the episode, some quality content. Yeah. Her little song about fried fish. Mm. Uh, forcing her son to dance for, to end racism. Yeah. It's, uh, it's been a weird year for Madge. Do you know what? I've actually got nothing to contribute here. I'm I'm spent. On Madonna. I'm spent. On, I, 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 I will not defend her anymore. Oh. I shouldn't have to. No. You're tired. I'm tired. Yeah. You lot can do it now. Take a day off. Play me a message. Who's it from? Well, I'm gonna I'm gonna play you a message and it's gonna cheer you right okay, up. Okay, good. It's gonna cheer you right up because I've got a I've got in touch okay. with a very special friend of yours. Is it Madonna? Close. Okay. Alright. Not far off. I'm gonna shut my eyes and let it wash over me like a sound bath. Do. Sorry, what, what do you want me? What do you want me to do? A voice note for the Big Diva Energy podcast? No, fuck them. I didn't get paid. I, I mean, hi, it's me, Ruben K, actress, model, and the only man to go to the sperm bank to make a withdrawal. And I'm here to wish you a happy new years on behalf of myself and the Big Diva Energy podcast team. That's um, uh, Molly and Tim. Uh, And they're very close personal friends of mine. I must say, we all know 2020 has been a shit. We all want to say goodbye to it. So let's do it in style. And by style, I mean the Manson family. Honestly, Get a knife, get a face tattoo, and let's start purging this motherfucker. Unbelievable. Oh, you're right. That did cheer me right up. Didn't it just? Didn't you love to hear from Ruby? I miss him so much. So much. Uh, Uh, We miss you, Rubes. We miss you, Rubes. 
Oh. So for all you fans out there, please, please do go back. You found some future fans of yes. Ruben K. Oh my gosh. Go back and listen to his two-parter, a very early episode of ours. I think it was episode four and yeah. five on Celine Dion. And they are... Our first big hitter. First big hitter with... With the one and the only, one, the, the incomparable... Only, the funniest person. Alive. Alive. The only episode really where we have just... Well, we had te- we had a script like we did with a lot of them. Yeah, and you'd done a lot of research, bless you, and you'd written you'd written it all up, and he just rode roughshod across it. <laughs> Reuben K was not interested in your script. <laughs> he was not interested in your finely detailed history of Celine Dion. No, no, no. Reuben just wanted a riff, and riff we did. And we had one of the best nights of our lives. Yeah. And yeah, for and all of our other drank episodes a lot with and ate Ruby, poutine. Yeah, just dip into the feel into the into the feed. You'll find umpteen episodes. I mean, there there are a number. I just don't know how many there are. And I would I would also uh, like to posit the theory uh, that I'm very proud of that I think, in some very large way, we contributed to his lasting vocal damage. Yeah. I think that's that's um, scientifically proven, unfortunately. Uh, but let's to make up for that, I would say please go to his um, socials and you can watch some of his content and to donate to his. Um, uh, he's got a donating donation. Is it? I can't remember. If it's a coffee I don't know or what, something. But yeah, what it does. But yeah, for the love of God, keep that man, keep that man going, keep that man going, keep that man going. Alrighty then, we're nearing the big guns. We're in the top ten. We're now in the top ten of the Demon Moments of 2020, the second half. And what have we got at number nine, Holly? We've got, we've got Gaga's Lockdown Concert. Can't even remember what it was called. One Love, was it? One something World? Something like that. One, yeah. Global something or other. Look, great, great work from Gaga there. Just get up, getting her up, of, getting them involved. Come on. Yeah, spectacular work from Gags. Obviously, um, yeah, bringing people together. Uh, In stark contrast, I would say, to Gal Gadot's misconceived let's get my famous friends to to badly sing Imagine. Yes. Gaga went, let's get my famous friends to badly sing, but we'll raise money for charity. Well, just to pick out some highlights from the gig, um, it treated us all to um, Little Mix in their various wardrobes. Oh, and and not badly sung. Unbelievably, immaculately harmonising via the miracle of the internet. The Vokes, the Vokes They just don't quit. They don't quit. Unlike one of their members. But the... <laughs> Too soon. I know, I know. We'll, we'll cover it in a bit. But um, they, obviously that was great to see them all. Oh. The last time anyone will have seen Jesse in the, in the full lineup. Um, in oh, night. chronologically, yeah, I guess, because they'd really recorded The Search before, didn't they? Mm-hmm. Um, oh, no, the lives of The Search. They were the two that she was there for. Oh, yeah, that's true. Yeah. Um, however, the obvious, the obvious miracle moment, the... the one of the best things that happened to me in 2020... To culture. To culture was during that concert in which we were treated to <laughs> Elton John <laughs> singing I'm Still Standing. Here's a clip of it now. You can never know what it's like You blood like when it freezes Just like ice that the cold will only like the shine from you You wind up like the wreck you hide Behind that mask you use I still can't get can't. enough of it. I fell off the sofa the first time I saw that. Literally fell off the sofa. <laughs> she did. She's not even exaggerating. You can never know what it's like. Oh, 
I'm, I'm gone. <laughs> and I'm gone. I'm on the floor. <laughs> the moment we discussed it in, our, in one of our previous LDEs, you can scroll back through, you'll, I'm sure you'll find it. But the. Um, <laughs> the bit when he stares down the barrel of the lens and grins like he's like, nailing it, Reg. Oh, and he really really wasn't but what a wonderful <laughs> wonderful spirit that welcome man has. to showbiz welcome to showbiz <laughs> and now to number eight we have a serious moment uh it was mentioned a little bit earlier by will yeah uh but i think number eight has to go for um it's a it's a dual uh latter it's a latter end of the year bit of diva news and uh it goes to a, a dual um it goes to a sorry. It goes to a a combined award uh, for two spectacular women, um, Kamala Harris and Stacey Abrams. Yes, for their work uh, in U.S. politics. Yeah, the first uh, black woman and woman of South Asian heritage to occupy that office. Absolutely. And uh, yeah, she's she's phenomenal. And Stacey Abrams doing the Lord's work. Yeah. In terms of just being a full political force a hurricane uh and changing the game in georgia which as of three days in three days time we will know the outcome in terms of the uh the runoff elections and we'll find out whether the democrats managed to actually obtain the senate come on thereby ejecting mitch mcconnell and his hate-fueled um obstructive uh, tendencies and policies um so yeah absolutely fabulous women uh, doing great work in terms of pushing forward humanity. Yes. And speaking of things moving forward, we did have a bit of a tragic end to 2020. Well, there's a very tragic, a lot of very tragic stuff happened mm. in 2020, but there was a particular one that, that struck us, mm. um, which was Jessie leaving Little Mix. And when I say moving forward, I do mean in a positive way because she has taken control yeah. uh, back from the trolls. Yeah. Um the ones that love to use the expression take control, but take back control, but she mm. has actually done it and said, no, this situation does not work for me. No, I'm out. I'm out. And as much as we are devastated. Absolutely dead. To see the mix break, well, not break up, but see the mix down one member. Yeah. Good luck to her. The hardest working women in showbiz. Yeah. Um, good luck to you, Jesse. We love you. We loved your documentary. Um, we loved every moment of you on the search. Yeah. Um, but that's the thing about Little Mix in 2020. It wasn't all bad. Yeah. It wasn't all tragedy because we got the search. We got the search, which is the best programme ever made. <laughs> as as Holly mentioned several times during our little Diva Energies in the year, uh, if she could have a television channel which was just Little Mix the search all day, every day, she'd I'd, watch it. I'd just watch that. She wouldn't watch anything else. Would you go? For, would you forego Bridgerton to watch it? Oh, that was before Bridgerton. I am such a basic bitch. All I want on television is the search, Bridgerton and the Masked Singer and Drag Race. What is wrong with you? I cannot get through the fucking wire. I cannot <laughs> with the Sopranos. I just want to watch the Masked Singer. I think that's okay. Yeah. Own it. BDE, in it. It's what Jesse would do. I might need a snack soon. I'm starving. Where are we in the list? <laughs> Number eight. All right, let's have a quick break. Hi guys, it's me, Graham Delacruz, Northern Ireland's number one entertainment cabaret superstar. I uh, just wanted to say a big, 
um, happy anniversary. What a fantastic year to Big D for energy. Um, I absolutely loved being on it back in lockdown part one. Um, it made a change actually to just crying and wanking all day. Had a lovely time with Tom and Holly, absolute babes. Um, and just getting drunk and talking about Jane Mack. Uh, love it. Love doing that. It was just nice to have people listen to it that time. Normally that's what I do. Get drunk and talk about Jane Mack. Um, but I, a lovely podcast. Enjoy it. Love it. Brilliant. Tom and Holly, absolute babes. Um, What's the biggest David thing that I've done this year? Um, it's hard because not a lot's happened this year, has it? Um, although I did purchase a £650 vintage fur coat, um, mainly just to wear on Zoom calls. Um, looking back on that now, it probably was a bit of a diva purchase. Uh, didn't really need to get it. But um, hey, I'm Graham Della Cruz. And also, I'm going to be paying that back for a long, long time. Um, lots of love. Ah, oh, the lovely oh, the Graham de la Cruz. Graham de la Cruz. A fabulous guest from our episode about oh, Jane McDonald, which was an absolute dream. So much fun. I love it when we get a text from our guests the next day. Um, after an, uh, after an interview, to say you know they enjoyed it or um, you know that they you know, they they love the podcast, or whatever, or or in Graham's case that they couldn't remember did we finish it or not. <laughs> I don't think you can tell. I don't think you can tell at all. I think she covered it. <laughs> so funny the bit where she spills a bottle of Merlot over the over the carpet. The stain. Absolutely, absolutely amazing. Incredible. Right, what's next on our countdown, Bib? Next on the countdown, what number are we on? Well, going into number six, we've got a, a very special treat. Oh. It's a little gift for you and I and all our listeners who've been with us since the beginning. Oh, my God. Is it first ever guest? First ever Ooh, guest. Squeeze. Dame Nick Lamont. Oh, the one, the only, the light of my life. Who has provided us uh, with our entry into number six for <laughs> so she's provided us Diva Moments with... of 2020. <laughs> provided us with, a, with life. With life. Literal life. In Literal the, life. In, in the form of Olive Feisch, born this year. Last year. The only good thing of 2020. All right, Nick, let's hear for it. My dear Big Diva Energy, I audibly write to you in the style of a Jane Austen novel, which seems befitting not only because she is one of literature's Big Divas, but also because my 2020 has been spent standing yards apart from others for social propriety, staying sat in my home, moving only occasionally to take a turn around the room, and crying into my needlepoint. <laughs> I'm also watching Bridgerton at the moment on Netflix, and it's really trashy but really enjoyable. Anyway, I am perplexed with the question, who is this year's biggest diva? For there are many. I could argue a tie between Cardi B and Megan Thee Stallion for the time they whapped heavily over the airwaves in a celebration of the wonders of the female body. Could it be Dame Shirley Bassey, stepping out in high society wearing a gold sequence gown and matching face mask, like a gilded Welsh robocop, in an act that screams, I have been in show business for 70 years and I shall not go down with this Rona ship? No, dear reader, listener. My biggest diva accolade shall be saved for another bejeweled hero. And we'll leave that there. Oh. 
and reveal, along with Chris's reveal, what that. I wonder who Diva it could be. Is. Yeah. Who could it be? A clue there in the in the outfit and the costume. I'm excited. I absolutely love that. That was phenomenal. Oh, it'll be it'll make its triumphant return. And now talking oh. of the celebration of the female form, we do indeed. Well, not female form, female uh, excretions. We come to number six. Six. It's as WAP. mentioned. It was WAP. It was wet ass pussy. I think it's the worst video ever. Oh. <laughs> Just gonna put that out there. It looks like The Sims. <laughs> is that on purpose? <clears throat> it does look like The Sims, doesn't is that it? Culture now. The Sims is culture. Which <laughs> is, to be fair, a moment you've been waiting for for a long time. Finally, finally coming into your own. Um, I mean, they they look amazing, obviously, but like in terms of the graphics, I think it looks like The Sims. It does a bit, doesn't it? Um, yeah, it was. It was a. It was a real moment, wasn't it? Really was. Yeah. How do you feel about it now, Tom? You still listen, have you listened to it all the way through yet? No. Don't like a sexy talk, do you? I don't like sexy talk, and it's worth saying that that is nothing to do with me opposing ladies talking about their no. their activities. Yeah. I have equal amounts of dislike for men and women and NBs. You don't want it mentioned. I do just you? don't want it mentioned. I just don't want to hear about it. Do what you do. Love who you love, but don't Quietly tell Tom. in a different room. You don't want to see it. You don't want to hear about it. I'm absolutely fine with everyone doing whatever they want, as long as I can't see it or hear about it. That sounds a lot like a homophobe thing, doesn't it? It really does, yeah. It's not... It's across the board. It's, a, it's, it's across the board. This is it's pure, unadulterated dislike... Of people talking about Of people about talking about life. their sex lives. Yeah. Talking about their willies, their fannies... Don't want to see it. Don't I don't want to it. see it. I don't want to hear about it. There you go. So let's move swiftly <laughs> on to now. This is this was a real moment for the pod. This is something that I hope will be. This was a real moment for the pod. This was an an, an instance of us falling in love with a person on social media, falling in love with their content, them knowing we loved them. And then not being frightened, but agreeing to come onto our podcast and become our friend. I can't believe it still. The glorious, the wondrous, the astonishingly talented Robert Madge. Hello, darlings. Rob here. Um, So my diva of the year moment for 2020 has to go to the one and only... Dame Dolly Parton deciding to single-handedly save the world by funding a coronavirus vaccine, which is quite remarkable, really. She's a, she's quite the woman. Big fan. Thanks, Dolly. In fact, I believe the song goes, vaccine, 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 vaccine. <laughs> that was Jolene, but uh, I changed the words to vaccine. Well, I didn't. It's a very old joke that I have just nicked. Thank you for your time. Now, oh, the glorious Robert Madge. I adore them so much. I just think, I mean, surely, surely Rob will be a lot of people's diva of the year. I would imagine uh, they would have made huge amounts of um, the people that contribute their lists for the year. The Panto video. Obviously, the original Disney parade. Oh, so And of course, their appearance on our podcast. Exactly. Doing the mighty Gwen Verdon. 
And this is the year... Our that, first triptych. First triptych. This is the year that Rob's show will 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 come into being as well. Yes. So don't worry, we'll keep you updated. A delight. Oh, God, I love them. Being. Um, and also, let's now go back to find out who Chris nominated. Oh. In his... Uh, we had his little countdown earlier, but who did Chris mark as his number one diva? Dolly Parton inventing a vaccine for COVID-19 and essentially saving humanity, which I think really, if you think about it, is, you know, how much more of a diva can you be? So my vote has to be Dolly Parton solving the COVID-19 humanity crisis. Thanks. Bye. And let's go now back to first ever contributor, Nick Lamont. Let's hear it. For her number one diva moment of the year. A rhinestone goddess whose heart is as large as her hair. One, Dolly Parton. She has given us two enormous gifts. No, not those, you swine, though they are exquisite. Firstly, she donated $1 million to the trial site of the Moderna vaccine. She literally helped to fund a cure for a global pandemic. But she also gave us the delight that is Christmas on the Square the televised spectacular that was exactly the way I like my musicals, incredibly camp and barely sensical. I'd wager that Miss Parton is not only in part the saviour of the virus, but the saviour of Christmas as well. Before I leave you and return to a busy schedule of breastfeeding and staring at a wall, I wanted to thank you, Big Diva Energy, Tom and Holly and the whole team. I'm making it seem like you have a team for allowing me to be your first participant for the shout-outs to my new baby girl, Olive. Shout-out to Olive. She's bashing a small bell over there. Shout-out to Olive. But in general, for your weekly dose of joy and hilarity. So warm and welcoming that I imagine I am in the same room as you, snuggling you like a warm kitten. You two have been the sassy saviours of this real asshole of a year. I love you. As for next year... Let us all go forth and diva. Yours gingerly. Nick Lamont. Kiss, kiss. Kiss, kiss, kiss. Watch Bridgerton. It is trashy but good. Bye. Love you. Oh. oh. Crying. Crying. It's such a lovely thing to say oh. from our first guest. Our oh, first guest. Guest of my... Of, oh. Guest of our hearts. The mighty Nick Lamont. But also, three votes. Three votes for, for DP. For the one and only DP. Who could possibly top her in our number one diva of the year, I hear you cry. She's saving humanity. There's nothing bigger than that. That's the that's the end of it all. Well, that's the thing we're here to say. Because we are big diva energy. We're not human's greatest podcast. No. <laughs> <laughs> we, are a, we are a podcast that celebrates and talks about divas. Yes. And yes, you are right. A diva saved the world. <laughs> but but in our opinion, our humble opinion... Don't they all save the world? In some way, they all save the world all the time. And there are other events that have been more... Um, Divery. Prominent in the diva sphere. Than the saviour of humanity. Than the saviour of humanity. Because <laughs> we've all benefited from it. Yeah. And maybe one of the best things about Dolly's vaccine uh, trial that she funded... Um, to help save the world. Maybe one of the best things about it is that she did get the rest of the world on board with divas a little yes. bit more. It, it, as much as it's a win for humanity, it's a bigger win for divas. However, we've spent this year 
so far, mm-hmm. trying to learn and trying to narrow down and and uh, crystallize what is a diva. That's yes. why we ask all our guests, what is a diva? We still don't really know. No. But from what we've learned over our first year, yeah, I believe that a diva don't care. A diva don't care. Not care about other people, but not care what they think. Because yeah. a diva does what a diva do. And a trial is inherently based on what other people think. Well, it's to say that it's the most diva moment of the year, it's just helping everyone and it's great. But it's not diva, is it? This is this is nonsense. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, in our number three that we believe is more is is, is deserves to be higher up the chart than the saviour of humanity. Well, I know one person that agrees. And that is our fantastic royal correspondent herself. Oh, yes, please. It's Cat Loud. Hello, divas. It's, it's, it's year in review time. Um, no resolutions necessary. Um, this is Cat Loud here, and I am just leaving a little voice note. I'm going to try and keep this as brief as possible. But when asked to round up divas of the year, I, I had nowhere to start. So I started everywhere and nowhere at once and have managed to make um, a top three list of divas of the year, which actually have, have only really included people who've made an impact in the last three months because I've forgotten everything else that's happened since April. So in at number three, we have Dolly Parton, of course, donated a million dollars to the Vanderbilt University Medical Centre, where significant contributions were made to the Moderna vaccine. She's our secular Mother Teresa, and um, I think should also be in the running for sainthood. Um, and listen, like in at number two... We knew this was coming. So my diva episodes were obviously on Princess Margaret, who I will not hear a bad word about. And I've had quite the year with the crown and all adjacent content. So inevitably, in at number two is Lady Lady Diana Spencer, Princess of Wales. I am now 100% on board with, with Lady Diana as a cultural and style phenomenon. And it's only taken me... 20 years to come round to it. Glad I'm glad I'm here. Incredibly grateful that she's managed to distract Tory tabloids for the latter half of the year, giving them something to talk about other than Brexit. So good one. That's I'm I'm really pleased about that. Would also quite like to throw my hat in the ring for a new job. I'd like to be an anti-royal correspondent. Uh, also my new drag name is born anti-royal. Honourable mention in this vein has to go to Meghan Markle for managing to extract Harry from the living hell that is the monarchy. And number one, it's a team. It's a team. Um my number one nomination for Diva of the Year is a team that has a dedication to facilitating nuanced conversations about important important cultural icons um, and henceforth for for services to the Divaverse and to the Poddy C industry in general. My top nomination, Diva of the Year, Holly Morgan and her husband Tom, who is also there. How you two have managed to create entertaining and enlightening content on a weekly basis during a Panny D for no guaranteed fee is totally beyond me. Um, I think we should all channel our energy into manifesting that Madonna sponsorship deal for 2021. It's the absolute least she could do. Uh, that's all. Thank you very much. Anti Royal over and out. Oh, well, that is God, much appreciated. 
Oh, I'm blushing. Thank you, I'm Kat, weeping. For Thank putting you, us at number darling. one. Darling. She's the people's Jenny Bond, isn't she? Was Jenny she Bond is. the royal p- correspondent? Mm, maybe. I can't remember now. I just think it's so fitting that this podcast has an anti-royal uh, correspondent from Scotland. Yes. It's just, it's just so perfect. I love her so much. Yes. And although we study and... Um, uh, in the words of Cat Loud, have nuanced conversations about, which is a very lovely thing to say. Divas. We are not divas ourselves. So we cannot accept that nomination as number one. Oh, you're rolling your eyes at me? Okay, fair enough. I am not a diva. <laughs> <laughs> um, but we cannot accept that nomination at number one. No. Nah. But she did make a very important point, which contributes to our number four spot of Diva Moments of 2020, and that is The Crown. The Crown. The Crown. The Crown. Why? Why has it made it into our number? This this number above Dolly Parton? Because I was drunk when I wrote this list. <laughs> it doesn't I show. Did not move it. Right. All I did right. Not... All right. Gosh. Ew, okay. <laughs> it is jolly good, and we really enjoyed it. Maybe not m- number four good, but here we are. I mean, maybe not above literally. Dolly Parton funding the vaccine that might just pull the world out of a... Uh, what can I say? It was last minute and half death. cut. Sure. Talking of which, let's go to James Rowland. <laughs> Hello. James Rowland here, reporting to you from, let's face it, absolutely the greatest Christmas of all time. What a wonderful, fun time it is for everyone. So, my diva of the year. Before, sorry, before we go to diva of the year... Can I? Can we just talk about Dominic West for a second? Because somebody just sent me some photos of uh, uh, him having a lunch after going hunting with seven of his friends uh, outside with Wedgwood China. And like, I mean, come on. He's had a very public affair and then left a letter at the bottom of the garden with his wife for the journalist. And you're like, this man has stopped caring. Uh, he seems to me to be like, if you want to hate me, you can absolutely hate me. But uh, my life is absolutely fine. What a piece of shit. But also, I am really enjoying not liking him a lot. It's almost a public service. Um, yeah, I mean, the other major event, it, it's not a nomination for me, but is your podcast with Will, Will Jackson, episode one of Jake Shears that you the three of you recorded i think the night after the american election when it still looked possible that trump would win and after having had very little sleep having recorded the entire podcast once already and then lost the file and for some unfathomable reason you decided to act as if you hadn't done that um I'm very grateful that you did because I've now listened to it, I think, three times all the way through. And I've also listened to the bit from 30 minutes through to 50 minutes several times in isolation. Um, I think it just really captures a, a 2020 energy that is very important. Um, it, it's like listening to the sounds of my subconscious. It's great. It's a chaotic vibe that I think everybody needs to just, even if you've listened to it, just go and listen to it again. It's a real thrill. But my um, my diva of the, the year is Cardi B. Uh, 
I can back it up with credentials, but I think I think we all know. I mean, WAP, huge. Also, like I'm a little behind the times, but um, I did. I really enjoyed watching Rhythm and Flow that she was one of the hosts of uh, on Netflix, and also Hustlers. I watched again. They like obviously they were released in 2019, but come on, give me a break. <laughs> It's Cardi B. Oh, lovely stuff. So distinguished. So <clears throat> noble. Such a noble snow monkey. <laughs> <laughs> Wonderful. Uh, and our second ever guest as well. Second ever guest. And our delightful second episode about Carrie Fisher. Oh, the dream. We watched How and Harry Met Sally again at New Year, didn't we? Yep, New Year's oh, Eve. She's great in that. She's really good in that. Yeah, she's fantastic. She was a fantastic actress. She was really good. Turns out. Uh, and your house is really, really good. James Rowland. James Rowland. He's such a good boy, isn't he? Lovely stuff. And speaking of things that are really, really good, oh. we come storming in to number three number. on our Diva Countdown of 2020. Oh. I mean, I think we can all agree that it's higher than The Crown. <laughs> Maybe you won't all agree that it's higher than Dolly Parton inventing a vaccine. <laughs> but number three yeah. has to be the Super Bowl halftime show featuring Shakira and J-Lo. Oh! Where would 2020 be without it? J-Lo, atop a pole, like some sort of flesh flag. (laughs) (laughs) We were all at full mast for that. What's that called? Half mast? Half half mast. Full mast. Full mast. We were at full mast. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) My eyes had an erection when I I saw that got 50-year-old woman, goddess, slipping on down that pole. Shakira was also there. It was just phenomenal. Absolutely astounding. Neon cages with Latinx children in them. Absolutely. Lest we forget as well. Politics. Politics. Pole dancing. Shakira chipping in. Shakira. Oh, tongue popping. She, uh, the uh, tongue thing. Um, yes. Shakira did. Uh, the Which was... Um, Zagruta. Yes, that's right. Uh, it's a sort of tribute to her Arabic heritage. Yes. Um, Incredible. Just great stuff. It was just great it was stuff. It was great. And if you want to hear more of our thoughts about the Super Bowl, you can find our Little Diva episode Super Bowl special where we review all of the Super Bowl halftime shows that we could be bothered to watch. <laughs> we watched most of them, so you didn't. We didn't have to. watch the Coldplay one. Basically, Obviously. we watched all the other or ones. Or the U two that... one. Yeah, tell, tell you what, I'm not. I'm not thrilled about um, the weekend. No, I'm going to need to see some uh, bringing in a real high profile. I mean, it should be fucking Gaga again. I know they can't overturn these decisions. It's fine. But at least, could you, can the weekend get her to come out for a bit? I reckon Beyonce might pop in. She usually does. Yeah. Lovely. Superb. Absolutely superb. So that's number three. Um, bringing us into number two. We have our final contributor for this very special episode. Oh. Certainly not our final contributor for uh, for the podcast. I'm sure we'll see her on the podcast again. It's Dame uh, Ishaladi of Theatre. Hi there, Big Diva Energy fans. This is Ishalari wishing you all the happiest of New Year's. I mean, it can't be any worse than the last one, right? 
Well, despite all the shit of last year, many things have got me through. Um, it was a bumpy year for my diva of choice, Patty Lapone, a visit into her home basement of dubious treasures, and of course that amazing music video with Randy Rainbow. But for me, the big diva moment of the year has to be the release of the joy that is Chromatica. Lady Gaga, I bow to your greatness. Beautiful. Superb. First of all, obviously, just a very, uh, just a heartfelt shout out to Ish, um, who is a frontline worker. Oh my God, yes. As well as being a superstar actor and uh, our resident expert on Patti LuPone, which you can go back and listen to his fabulous episode uh, in which we discuss it in depth. Exactly. Um, But yeah, a massive, massive thank you to Ish and obviously everyone that he works with and everyone that works on the frontline because this year whilst it has been a year for Divas, has truly been a year for frontline workers. Yeah. Which they have put themselves on the line day after day after day yeah. and are still doing so. Absolutely. We thank you from the bottom of our heart. Yeah, we really, really do, my darling. Um, and I loved the the actually gravitas that was brought to Chromatica there. Yes. So that's it. I mean, number two, it's Chromatica. It's Chromatica. It's not Lady Gaga herself. It's, it's Chromatica. We've discussed Gaga. Oh. Um, putting on a concert. We've discussed, um, well, many times throughout the year, if you've been following us, uh, the chance that we we might have, still have in June next year to take her to Aldi and Tottenham. That is still very much on our minds. It's very much on the cards. If you can... If someone knows how to or can reach out to Lady Gaga, please do keep up this campaign that we need um, in order to try and get her to come to Aldi with us in Tottenham before her gig. We're willing to pay because... I didn't ask for a free ride. We'll pay. <laughs> but number two in the diva moments of 2020 has to go to Chromatica. Chromatica. We all went to Chromatica and we loved it. Let's just move there. Get the vaccine. Ship us all off to Chromatica. But Chromatica also brought us the Chromatica colour palette. Ugh. It brought us the Rain On Me video with Ariana Grande. Ugh. It brought us um, the MTV Music Awards in which Gaga debuted a specialised face mask. Ugh. I just... I cannot... Electro Bane, I think you called it or something like yeah. that. Yeah, I stand by that. It's quite funny, wasn't it? Superb Chromatica. So Chromatica is our number two. And finally, bringing us in at number one, the most diva thing to happen in 2020. Ahead of the saviour of humanity, which was at number four, lest we forget. But crucially, ahead of the crown. (laughs) It goes, Dolly Parton saving the world, the crown, (laughs) Chromatica. No, there was uh, the... the, um, Oh, the halftime show. Head again. <laughs> and steaming it at number one, pipping Dolly's life-saving vaccine to the post <laughs> at You've number one. You've got to stop drinking. <laughs> I've got, cutting you off. I can't believe you've done this. <laughs> I expressly told you that she was going to be Dima of the Year. I can't believe you've done this. <laughs> <laughs> Well, we are where we are. <laughs> it wouldn't be 2020 without without a massive fuck up, would it? Because <laughs> number one is 
Mariah Carey's autobiography and accompanying ebook. Um, accompanying Audible, not an ebook. I'm sure you can get it on ebook. And first note, number one is Mariah Carey, the meaning of Mariah Carey in all formats. <laughs> That's the best thing. <laughs> I didn't say it was the best thing. I thought it was the most diva thing. Isn't it more diva than saving the world? <laughs> we also discovered this year that uh, Dolly Parton funded Buffy the Vampire Slayer. I'm not oh, yeah. surprised you didn't put that at number one. <laughs> Didn't happen this year. It nearly made it. Yeah. So Mariah, <laughs> leaving Tom's Tom's priorities to one side, Mariah Carey's autobiography is the greatest the greatest book. It's the greatest work of fiction ever. <laughs> what? Hold, hold that. I'll read you a bit. As a very special New Year's treat, we have the final Holly Morgan reads from Mariah Carey's autobiography of 2020. I have opened the book at random and found this bit of madness. <laughs> <laughs> now, now, all artists have an unfiltered voice and enormous public platforms through social media. The tabloids have become the pathetic rubbish wrapping paper I've always known them to be. They are out of power. They cannot hunt and destroy any more of us. Our fans can come to our defence, bring all the receipts and create a united front so strong that no bland host or commentator or ravenous paparazzi can even begin to compete with their influence. We are the media. I only wish Princess Di had lived long enough to have Instagram or Twitter. I wish she had lived to see the people become the press. Perhaps she and others would have lived to tell their story. I'm so grateful to my fans. I'm alive to tell mine. <laughs> Is she talking about Diana earlier than that? Uh, no. Was that that just literally <laughs> came out of nowhere? No, she did mention her earlier in the book. Where no, she... but as in like that's not like a chapter about her. No, no, uh, no, no. It's, it's a chapter about how she. Um, everyone wrote her off after glitter, and then she pulled it around because the lambs supported her. Uh, but yeah, there you go. There's a little bit of just to see out the year, a bit of madness from Mazakaza. Unbelievable. I I stand by it. Yeah. The number one diva moment of the year. The number of people who want Diana to have been on Instagram. Yes. Yeah, I bet it would have just been pictures of like dogs or something. I bet also like your your theory about or your your bit about all the people that you del- delved into that rabbit hole recently. Yeah. Or, or the people that say things like oh, Diana would have loved Black Friday. Yeah. <laughs> I think that's one's quite legit. <laughs> she would have. She loves a bargain. She loved a bargain. Uh unlike Fergie. Spends money like water. <laughs> <laughs> She can't, can't spend enough. She can't hold it in. Can't pay enough money. Can't pay enough money. Oh. Can I pay you a bit more for that? Because I've got a bit left over. Sorry, uh, I can get you Andrew for 250k. Was that how much she offered him to the fake shake for? Was it 250k? I think it was less. I think it, I don't think it was that much. I... It might have been like 25k. We'll have to refer to our, our royal correspondent. Get Cat Loud on the blower. Guarantee royal correspondent. Get Cat Loud on the blower. Oh, that was amazing. Actually, Cat Loud sent me as our anti roll. I know we've gone off topic. I know we've gone on for hours. But if anybody wants to head on over to a little YouTube channel uh, called Sarah Ferguson Making Santa Paper Plates. (laughs) Yeah, that's right. Sarah Ferguson in a kind of latter day um, 
Kirsty Allsop there. Oh, that's her thing, though, isn't it? Yeah, so she maybe does she has like has a YouTube actually, channel. Well, she's got to she's got to economise because she. <laughs> can't stop spending money. <laughs> yeah. Epstein's not around to buy her a chalet anymore, is he? Ooh. Ooh. There we go. That's the end of the podcast for well, you. That's not the end ending, of the podcast. Ending on a high. <laughs> that's not the end of the podcast yet. Don't worry. So first of all, we'd, obviously, uh, we have a Patreon account uh, where people, uh, as we mentioned earlier, uh, can go and subscribe for small amounts of money mm-hmm. in order to keep the podcast going and help us out, which we do very much appreciate. And we have uh, a brand new backer. It's Nikki Rayner. Nikki Rayner. AKA the fabulous Patty Cakes. Yes. Um, adore. We absolutely adore her. Oh, we stand. Uh, and we're very, very appreciative uh, to you, Mrs. Cakes. We adore you. Um, so yeah, Kate. thank you so so much for your for your very kind contribution, um, and we uh, very much appreciate it. We do, and we, we love really you very much. Do. Thank you so much. And Patty will also be the uh, very special recipient of some bonus content. Yes. Um, so if anyone else is interested in that kind of thing, please all get on down to the Patreon. Yeah. So uh, with that in mind, speaking of like admin and things like that, yes, um, we have a very busy schedule coming up in January. Yes, we do. As we will, as mentioned earlier, be releasing uh, the brand new podcast Out for Blood, woo, based on the disaster that was Carrie the Musical, and disaster, some might say, or culture, culture. I think I'll go with culture. Yeah, fraught with disaster, however. Well, we just just fucking lo- listen to it. We'll tell you the story. Yeah. So please subscribe now to Out for Blood. That will be releasing this month. Oh, so with that in mind, um, we are going to take a little break from this podcast uh, just for a couple of weeks. So there won't be any content in your content bin for a couple of weeks. Yeah, because we're moving house and stuff. And it's just going to be a bit of a mare. We thought house. we could try and do it and we just, we can't. We're really sorry. 2020 has been a real shitter and uh, we've stayed true to our word and been providing you with content week after week. And now we ask your forgiveness, uh, a brief reprieve, so that we might have some time to get our affairs in order. It's not going to be long though, like three weeks or so, right? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And then we'll come steaming back. Oh my God, you want, you can't, you, I can't even. Shall, shall we tell them who it's going to be? I don't know if they're ready for it. I don't know if you're ready for it. How do the you next ab- episode that we will be releasing... How do you feel about drag icons, listener? How do you feel about a drag icon discussing another drag icon? How do you feel about Peaches Christ talking about divine? Oh! Yeah. Yeah. I think you'll be waiting for it, won't you? I think you'll take that three-week break. I think yes. you'll be happy. You'll say, I'll wait as long as it takes. Yep, we're coming in. We're going to have our January break. We're going to get ourselves nice and fit. Oh. We're going to do some Joe Wicks and give up booze for a, a bit. A little bit. And we're going to we're gonna talk to Peaches Christ. I can't actually believe it's happening. And then we'll be, we'll be dumping a Peaches Christ Was that a poo divine. reference? It wasn't meant to be. Yeah, like dump. I don't know. I thought you oh very good well yeah. done Tom that was very clever that thanks yeah I'd uh, workshop that for a bit yep so we'll be dropping that into your, that hot steaming oh very good pile of content yes into your hands your grubby little mitts yeah. listeners as of the beginning of February I think first week of February yeah it's going to be so great and we obviously 
have enjoyed very much making and getting to, as we said earlier, getting to talk to some wonderful people, yeah. getting to make some brand new friends thank through this you podcast. So much, all of you. We just wanted to say a huge, huge thank you to everybody who has contributed to the to the this episode. Uh, thank you so much, guys, for taking the time to to give us a little voicey. Lovely and for to your hear. Uh, time in. Ex- oh my god, yeah, being on your episodes. It's we can't tell you how much we appreciate it. Thank you so very much, and also to thank all the other wonderful guests we've had throughout the year. Big thank you to Len Blanco, Camilla Whitehill, Anushka Lucas, and Nancy Clench and Lucy McCormick for all your fantastic contributions and for your time. We really, really appreciate it. Yeah, thank you so much for being hilarious and forgiving of us. Yes. We really thank you for your indulgence. Shatem. But we also want to say a massive, massive thank you uh, to everyone that listens, everyone that subscribes, everyone that's left us a review, Mm. everyone uh, that's donated to the Patreon, everyone that has supported us throughout this entire year. We know it's been hard. We hope that we've provided you with a little little bit of... um, light entertainment that's some, all we've tried to do a little bit of joy in the world um, just celebrating some things that sometimes are very important that sometimes are very very stupid yeah um, and we really do hope that um, in some way we've managed to bring a little bit of, of, of lightness into your into your year of what was otherwise a very dark dark time yes thank you all but we really do appreciate please do continue to subscribe please do continue to listen um, we love you all very much thank all you around so the world much, all of you um, particularly our, our listener in Vietnam yeah we think about You're you still there we think yeah. about you a lot we think about all of you we love you all let's uh, let's onwards upwards let's beat the Tories uh, and uh, good luck Georgia slipped it in at the end there didn't you <laughs> We know! (laughs) (laughs) Bye! Happy New Year, everyone! Here's to 2021. Love, big diva energy. Love you! See you later. Bye! Diva Towers, over and out. 2020. Bring down the flesh mask. We have left the castle. (laughs) 